0: okay welcome to the third episode of can you fucking believe it uh this week we're not doing a themed podcast we're just doing the you know the regular what have we seen this week and uh phil you gotta do the opening because you do it much better than i do
1: so this is can you fucking believe it
0: good job buddy love it love it Alright, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to go, let's see. we got a list here. What do you want to do first, Phil? You want to do one new ones or old ones first?
1: Yeah, let's do an old one first. We'll warm up.
0: Okay, we'll do Black Hawk Down first then. How about okay. that? And I remember saying in the first episode that I had not seen that many um, uh, rounds expended in a movie since I don't even remember. Hot Shots Part Deux. I think yes. what I, the reference was. But I think that I've actually broken that record at this point with Black Hawk Down. I haven't seen it in a while and I just when I was watching it, I I kept thinking about that. I was like, "Oh my god. These guys can't hit shit for one. And for another thing, everybody's just
1: shooting all the time. All the time. It's 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 one big gunfight as a movie." I've, yeah? Yeah.
0: You, Mr. Ridley Scott, is, you know, the man of all men?
1: He's like my favoriteist favoriteist, but uh, not so much with that one. I don't know. It's, a, it's okay, but it's just like, the reason I've gotten away from Ridley is because he's just like turned into Tony. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> Tony's I always, just I,
0: disappeared. I always liked Tony Scott. You know that
1: and now he's just turned into a crazy man. Hello, did you see Man on Fire? That movie was I love that movie. It was unintelligible. Oh, are you
0: kidding me? That was awesome. That was like the most hyperactive, like, ADD movie ever, and I loved it. Okay. Domino? With Christopher... Yeah, well, you know, Domino. Hey, mm. I love
1: the fact that they brought back Dabney Coleman, and he was great, but it's a piece of shit, let me tell you that. Me... <laughs> Come
0: on, that was sort of like, that was sort of the beginnings of, um... Of uh, what's-his-name's comeback? Uh, uh, Rourke. R- Rourke, yeah.
1: Come on. Meh.
0: <laughs> Is that your opinion? Meh. Meh.
1: <laughs> That's all I have to say. That's my response. Okay, fine. Well, I don't, you know. But yes, Rid- Ridley has become Tony, starting with G.I. Jane. He said, hey, I'm fucking away from all these slow, beautiful movies that nobody goes to see. And I'm just going to become my brother. I'm going
0: to be like, hey, Tony, give me some tips here real quick. Like, how do you cut so fast? How do you make these cameras <laughs> well, clearly, fly around like you do? He did
1: not ask any questions, with, at least with G.I. Jane, Because when you get to that ending where he actually has to shoot an act- action sequence, it's horrid. Yeah, it's it like is pretty It's the worst bad. thing he's ever s- with those weird, you know, camera going in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, yeah. wandering around. It's like, well, I know what you're trying to do. But it doesn't work. Just do it better. <laughs> but I mean, he kind I'm, of figured it out later. I mean, Black Hawk Down's all right. I just didn't get off on the whole military thing.
0: Well, the thing I didn't like about Black Hawk Down was that um, it sort of got to the point where you're like, okay, I get it. You know, these guys are outnumbered and they're fighting all of Mogadishu. You know, <laughs> all and, of Mogadishu. yeah, and it's like I get it. You know, you don't have to. And, oh, God, I actually, when I was watching it, I downloaded it, and I was watching it on my computer, and I actually had to skip the part where they were trying to, like, pull the guy's artery back out of his leg. And it or, would just, like, yeah, away. it was just like, was and, just oh, like oh, you know, and the thing was, is it wasn't even just the fact that I didn't like the part because it was gross or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was because it was kind of honestly boring. You know, okay, I get it, okay, the guy got shot in the leg, he's dying, and it's sad, and whatever, but yeah. it went on for about ten minutes.
1: I guess, they're trying to save his life, man!
0: Oh, I know, but whatever, you know, it's like, the guy died, fine, okay, I get it. <laughs> I'm, yeah, do I come across as, like, really cold-hearted right now? Or yes, what? of course. Okay, well, then good, I'll be the cold-hearted one. <laughs> I don't care. That's my... Uh, Anyway, we really haven't even talked about the movie. We've talked about Tony Scott and Ridley Scott.
1: come on. We're talking around the movie. That's okay. You know what,
0: though? Ridley Scott made the movie that he always wanted to make in Gladiator. And he basically at that point was done, I think.
1: You know, I remember reading a story when Gladiator came out, and they took. I remember reading that when they took him the project and told him it was a, you know, a, a Roman gladiator movie, he, he threw him out of the office and said, "Has my career gone that low where you're asking me to make sword and sandal pictures?" Wow. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Because the Roman movie was dead. It'd been dead since like well, 1966. Sure.
0: sure. I mean. Basically, what's the last uh, sword and sandal movie that you can think of? What Ben Hur,
1: <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, I I think it's like the Rise and Fall of the Roman Empire was the last one, but the last big one. Well, I think
0: that I think that Ridley Scott sort of made the movie he wanted to though it, with Gladiator, and then after that, he was just sort of like, oh, okay, there it is, I'm done now. But yeah, he
1: won his Best Picture Oscar, and he won his Best Director Oscar, which. Thelma Louise didn't get him and, you know, all those things. Yeah,
0: but Thelma Lu- and Louise was a better movie, though, in my opinion.
1: Than Gladiator? Uh, yeah, almost certainly. I, I for, In my opinion, almost any of his movies is better than Gladiator, but... Meh... Yeah, I enjoyed it at the time. I saw it like three times in the theater. But now I look at it and I just go, "It's it's okay."
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's one of those, yeah. You're right though. It's one of those movies where you see it in the theater, and go, "Wow, that was cool," but uh-huh. then you look, you go back and watch it again. And you're kind of like, "Uh, eh.
1: it's a little tiresome." Yeah. I don't know. And I'll Joaquin
0: Phoenix read. just sort of like. You Commodus, know.
1: that's the uh, God, best I name know. in history and I, it's, it's really a Roman Empire, emperor well, but right. then his name is Commodus right, that's exactly,
0: that's awesome that's like when um, in the fucking uh, uh, Robin Hood men in tights, from now on all toilets shall be known as Johns <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, well apparently we don't have that much to say about Black Hawk Down <laughs>
1: Well, it's been so long since I've seen it. I just remember there were a lot of Brits playing a lot of Americans, and it was okay. Well,
0: yeah, like... Uh, Eric, <laughs> and well, a well, lot
1: of black people died. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, like, um, Eric Bana, um...
1: Well, he's an Aussie, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know,
0: non-Americans playing Americans. It's Eric Bana. Um, Orlando Bloom. Yeah. Um, who else am I thinking of here? Uh... Jeremy Pivot no he's a <laughs> um,
1: he qualifies
0: I'm trying to there, I know that there's a couple there's a, other guys there's
1: more I, it's been so long since I've seen the movie I couldn't tell
0: you well know? and like I said before too it was like it was really jarring for me to see and I remember the guy's name now we were talking about it earlier and I couldn't remember his name it's Richard Tyson Oh. the guy that played the bad guy in Kindergarten, Kindergarten Cop was one of the guys on he like got rescued from the helicopter that crashed he was That's the one right. survivor. You
1: know what, now that I'm thinking of it, I can think, I can see that scene in you, right?
0: Yeah, it's like, I, and he got shot in the leg, and then the shoulder, and they took him back to the home base and all this stuff, and I'm like, Richard Tyson? Really? <laughs> yeah. Where did they dig him up?
1: Hey, you know he goes on an open casting and they sure. cast <laughs> I
0: guess, and they're like, "Well, do you want to do?" It's
1: not like his agents banging down his door. I'm sure. <laughs> hey, Richard, it's been <laughs> twelve years since gonna gotten cop. What are you doing these days, buddy? Come on. <laughs> it's like what we were talking about last
0: week. You know, it's like you see these guys at the bar muttering in their beer. You know, it's like what the fuck happened to my career? Don't
1: would anybody recognize Richard Tyson muttering in a bar? I don't think so. I would. <laughs> All right, for those of you who really loved Kindergarten Cop, <laughs> hey, I've been to the school
0: where they made Kindergarten Cop.
1: You been to a story? I Lynn? have, I have,
0: and they actually, it, when I went there, they had it was uh, the summertime, uh-huh. and I think I was in about I don't know, maybe ninth grade, so it was a lot closer to when oh. it was actually made. Yeah, and they had posters of Kindergarten Cop in the doors <laughs> because I mean the, the school was closed because it was summertime, uh-huh. but they had the Kindergarten Cop posters.
1: That's great. I it's love a, that you've been to a story, Oregon.
0: Well, which is also where they filmed what? Another the movie goonies. of our childhood. There you go. The Goonies. Yeah. And I saw the rocks out there, and they, the <laughs> one with the like the that they put like as a matte painting because there were three of them,
1: remember? Yeah.
0: In real life, there's only two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was fairly disappointed. I
1: was just. <laughs> Where's like, the third one? I was like, they lied fuck to me. You, movie magic. I was like, fuck
0: you, movie. You lied to me. <laughs> Map paintings are for fucking pussies. I hate it. Are we done with Black Hot I think we are.
1: <laughs> we seem to be doing everything but talking are we, about This has so. now
0: turned into the anger cast. Astoria. <laughs> fuck you, Astoria. And if anybody out there is listening from Astoria, I don't mean you. I just mean fuck you, Astoria. That's all I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> In general.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow, okay. I'm going to take a deep breath. Okay. So what are we going to do? Let's do another older one. Let's do Goodfellas. Am I yeah. to amuse you? Yeah, you know, Goodfellas... I, everybody talks about it Scorsese's classic. It's his sort of defining movie, almost. Or
1: Well, it's the defining moment of kind of his, what he de- had developed for a long time as his style. It's like, you know, that's where it all became slick, and it started to... And it looked great, and it was so smooth. Well, it's he's... He,
0: I've noticed that in that movie, he he sort of perfected the really fast zoom in, mm-hmm. the sliding zoom in that goes really fast. Yeah. And I'm not sure if maybe he sped it up in editing or if he actually did it that fast in camera. Yeah. But wow, some of those shots, I would if I was an actor in that movie, I would have just ducked. You know? <laughs> just,
1: whoa! You know, <laughs> the camera's going to kill me. Well, of course it's a zoom, so you're just.
0: Not in all those shots, you can tell that the camera's moving I in a lot of those that's shots. Right.
1: I don't know. Um, it's okay. It's not my favorite Scorsese movie. I, you know, I, I kind of like the knockoff better than the original. I, casino? I like casino?
0: I actually tend to like Casino a little bit better than Goodfellas myself. And I don't know if it's because.
1: It's the Vegas setting, it's, it's kind of an epic where Goodfellas doesn't feel like one. But they're really, really similar movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, Pesci whacked in a basement versus Pesci whacked in the desert.
0: Right. Yeah, right. (laughs) And the voiceovers, ooh, excuse me, again, brought to you by Budweiser. Budweiser, (laughs) if you're listening, please send us some beers because I can use them. Um, But the thing that I, I thought that Casino compared to Goodfellas, Casino was where it sort of, he took Goodfellas and he took all those little touches that he used in Goodfellas. Yeah. And he sort of made them just a little bit better, like a little more polished, or a little more like the the shot where uh, De Niro is standing on the steps of the casino, uh-huh. and the camera sort of swings over and whatever. That yeah. is a, that is like an amazing shot, <laughs>
1: yeah. and he
0: tries to do that about three times in Goodfellas, but doesn't. It looks good, but just not quite as good.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a difference between Jersey and Vegas. <laughs> well, yeah, but see the thing too
0: that I noticed about Goodfellas, and I never noticed this before. But going back and watching it this last time about a week mm-hmm. ago, um, the voiceover, it tri- the voiceover from Ray Liotta, it actually tries too hard. He sat there and he tries to explain about how great the good goodfellas have it, the maid guys and the gangsters and whatever. He, he goes over it about ten times. He goes over and over and over and over again. He's talking about how we could have anything we wanted and, you know, broads are, you know... One phone call away, and uh, you know, drinks and cars and whatever. And he goes over it so many times. It's at toward the end of it when they have the the courtroom scene where he's testifying against the other gangsters. Yeah. I and he, he gets up and he has that weird sort of out of the out of the breaking the fourth wall thing uh-huh. where he talks to the camera. I go, I fucking get it. You're gangsters. <laughs> you can have whatever you want. Seriously, I didn't get that the first seventeen times you said it. <laughs>
1: I I think that movie it 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 looks great the first time you see it and especially if you it, like I can imagine uh, when it came out there you know Scorsese would never done anything like that nobody would ever done anything like that and it would have been amazing but having a dozen knockoffs including at least one by the same guy right. it's uh, it's not it's
0: it seems tepid it dim- diminishes it yeah D- okay yeah I just... <laughs> Okay, um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I knew you know, what you were saying. <laughs> well, you know, hopefully you do, and anybody else out there yeah. does too. But you know, I—it's funny because the one movie that I can remember that I really thought was sort of going for the whole Goodfellas thing, mm-hmm. that really wanted to get there but didn't quite, was Donnie Brasco, which was a good movie.
1: It was a good. I like movie. that movie. Yeah, it's. Uh... <laughs> it's funny. I mean, I, I kind of i, 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 I mean, Donny Brasco's good. There's not much you can say about it, but it's not great. It's kind of slow.
0: Yeah, but it was sort of going for the same thing, you know. It was I, mean,
1: sort of, I mean, all gangster movies are kind of going for the same thing.
0: Well, if you're talking about gangster Modern. movies set in the like '70s or '60s yeah. or whatever, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, I, I guess that it's funny to me that that. Uh, Scorsese could basically, and when I was, I had watched Casino not too long before I watched Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know, the big criticism of Casino was that it was just him remaking Goodfellas. Which, in a way, it kind of was. But Casino seems a little bit more polished or... or uh, Well,
1: yeah. It's like, well, it's like he took the same ideas and kind of fleshed them out to a certain extent. So, it, And he certainly did it over a longer... Time in the, uh, time frame in the movie, but but he kind of took all these little characters and and did a little more with them. It seemed to me.
0: Yeah, well, it was funny too because you remember the shot at the end of Casino where De Niro has those gigantic like I magnifying love those. glasses. Yes, he has the same thing in in Goodfellas.
1: Really? They're
0: not huge. They're not those big black frame ones. Uh-huh. They're actually these wire frame ones. Where he's him and, and Ray Liotta are sitting in a diner and. Uh, De Niro asks Ray Liotta to go do a hit like in Florida or something, mm-hmm. and then the voiceover comes on, and Ray Liotta's like, I knew I wouldn't come back alive from Florida, whatever. So, but uh, De Niro puts on these glasses, and they're these wireframe ones that are practically the same thing. They're like these magnifying glasses, and I was just like, I was watching, I was like, holy shit! Egypt <laughs> yeah. Casino!
1: They're, hey! <laughs> you know, I have a question for you, and that is. Is Robert De Niro the most overrated actor of our time?
0: Possibly. I'm thinking honestly, it's either Robert De Niro or Al Pacino.
1: See, I not I think Pacino. I, 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 I think you know what though. I'd well, he's to... gotten into a habit now where all he does is scream and gesticulate a lot in the movies. But he's got a great ass. <laughs> But, well, you uh, know what
0: though, I will say that I think that if I had to pick between the two, and obviously there's a lot more choices than just those two, but um, I would
1: actually go for De Niro. I it's it's getting to where I can no longer watch him on screen. I just find him so boring. Well, because so, he's done the same thing for like the last ten years, and so is Pacino. But at least Pacino's interesting. He's kind
0: of entertaining. I yeah, mean, you know, I know,
1: he's an absentee landlord.
0: Whatever. <laughs> But I will say this, I think that that De Niro was, I will say that I think De Niro was better in Heat than Pacino. Because De Niro was a little more nuanced than Pacino. Pacino sort of just like lost it.
1: I think you're probably right. I think that's
0: that's the last good movie that both of them, well, I mean, obviously. I
1: I like Devil's Advocate. Yeah,
0: but you like it, does that mean it's a good movie?
1: Of course it does got to see
0: Keanu Reeves' hairy butt crack. That was awesome.
1: I don't remember his hairy butt crack.
0: I would have thought that of all people, you <laughs> would remember his hairy butt crack. <laughs> uh,
1: no, hey man, uh, you know Jeffrey Jones. It was one of the last. I think it may be the last <laughs> big movie that that guy made. It, it may be the last movie he made at all. <laughs> Eddie Barzoon. No, he was in. He was in. What was that dumb movie with uh, Sigourney Weaver? Heartbreakers. He was. He was the the hotel guy, he was looking like he weighed about a thousand. Oh pounds. right,
0: yeah, he looked like he weighed about five hundred pounds. Yeah, he was okay. like as big as a <laughs> like
1: as big as a zeppelin. Okay, well then, going back to Heat. Okay, who was better in Heat? Um, Pacino or De Niro? Amy Brenneman. No, um, <laughs> obviously, See, De Niro was better in that movie. I think you're right. Pacino kind of was, was it seemed almost on autopilot in that movie. It was like, he didn't really have a whole lot to do. Just play the dogged cop. Right. But well, I mean, I think both of them get outshined by the lesser people. The Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer was Diane great in that Venora, movie. and and uh, even Amy Brenneman kind of take the movie away. Yeah, and
0: you know what's funny is that, it, you know, make all the jokes you want, but I think that Val Kilmer was really, really good in that movie. Really he, good. I mean, I remember, of all people, my mom talking about when I, because it came out when we were still working at uh, Southbridge. Uh-huh. And I took my mom to see it because for free, you know, because we got to see movies for free. And she came out of it, and the first thing she said was she goes, I couldn't believe that scene at the end when uh, Val Kilmer pulled up in his Camaro, and, and she, you know, Ashley Judd was like, go away, basically. She gave him the little cut sign. She goes, I seriously thought that he was like having a stroke at when and she's like it was such a good performance like I seriously believe that he was he was just losing it at that point yeah and I will say though that what the scene where um, De Niro goes and finds Ashley Judd in the hotel room with Hank Azaria for whatever reason he was there (laughs) um, that actually when he was like clean up go home and then she was like oh fuck you and then he actually he said it again. I was like, "Whoa." That was <laughs> really intimidating. Like I honestly even just sitting there in the theater. Yeah. I was going, "Wow. Um, <laughs> okay. You better do it, lady."
1: <laughs> De Niro's so funny. He's one of those guys where, you know, on screen he can create a persona for himself, but when you see him in like interviews and stuff, he kind of just sits there like a rock wall
0: just sort of doesn't seem interested and just...
1: doesn't want to do anything. Yeah, no, I've seen that where
0: he just basically, he's like, what?
1: (laughs) You know? Yeah. I really enjoyed playing this movie.
0: (laughs) This was a fun movie to make. What was the name of it again?
1: (laughs) Oh, this is the one with Eddie Murphy. Fuck.
0: (laughs) It was great. No, it was great. (laughs) But I will, I actually will agree with you that De Niro would probably be more overrated than Pacino, because Pacino had more of those iconic movies, like... Serpico and I mean, Scarface, mm, that's oh. <laughs> it's
1: iconic, but it's not very good, right? It's a it, Brian De Palma movie. It, oh, god, yeah,
0: <laughs> but like you know, Serpico, Scarface, Godfather movies, you know, all the he seemed to have more sort of these movies that resonate a little bit more than De Niro
1: in yeah, the long term, in the yeah. Certainly, uh, overall of his career. I mean, it's not like anybody's going to remember Meet the Parents for, you know, 15 oh, years Oh god!
0: Well, and, and the thing is, too, is it's like, I think that maybe he was smart when he sort of figured out, well, I'm not really making those movies anymore, so maybe I should just sort of parody That's myself a little bit. That's funny.
1: <laughs> right,
0: exactly. And he, w- i am got my eyes on you, you know, and doing the two-fingers thing, and whatever. <laughs> I...
1: Was his? What was his? I, I don't know. I, I I could be wrong, but it seems to me the first of his late career series of comedies was Rocky and Bullwinkle. And oh, that movie god. was. I, I actually went to see it in the theater. Oh, it was so.
0: Bad. Him and what was Renee Russo was the the girl. It was
1: Natasha and Jason Alexander was Boris.
0: Oh, god! <laughs> and
1: it had like the most celebrity cameos ever, about
0: well, you know what's funny is okay. This is we're gonna sort of veer off a little bit, here, yeah. but um, remember when you asked me last week about uh, who the car got stolen from? Who was a famous director? It was Frank Darabont. Uh-huh. What movie has the most cameos by somewhat famous directors ever? <laughs> and I know you know this. And oh. wait, 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 wait. Okay, don't give it away yet. If you don't cheat out there, we actually—I've been saying this for two weeks—we actually do have an email address that I set up for the podcast, it's it's canyoufbi at gmail.com. So canyoufbi at gmail.com. If you can send us an email, if you can pause this and not cheat, then you win absolutely nothing. But you will be considered a very... Well,
1: how uh, do we know they're cheating in podcasts?
0: We have to just take their word for it. It's the honor system at this point.
1: There's no honor on the internet. This is true. Okay, fine.
0: <laughs> fine. Okay, podcasters, pause it right now. Type up your email. Send it to us at canufbi.com. Dot com. Wow, I'm retarded. <laughs> Canufbi at gmail.com. Send us the answer, and we will send you a, a, a big thumbs up back. And we'll mention <laughs> you in the next podcast, and you'll be <laughs> world famous.
1: You will be world famous. And so, uh, let's rephrase. What was the question again?
0: Okay, the question is... What movie has approximately and I'm trying to remember the exact number. I remember at least 5 or 6. Yeah, it's probably I was going to say 5, but it's probably at least 5 cameos by at least somewhat famous directors
1: Very as famous actors. directors
0: as actors in a movie that you would never think that they would be in. <laughs> and I have no idea how they convinced them to be in it.
1: Well, I'm sure uh, you know who was just calling in some favors. Hey, you want to play the neighbor?
0: Right, exactly. So, okay, pause it. If you haven't already, <laughs> it, pause it and send us an email and we'll trust you because we love you guys out there in podcast world. So, okay, who is it, Phil? Or what is it? What movie?
1: Oh, I, I can't answer it now. We'll have to answer it next week.
0: Oh, good idea. Okay. Then there we go. And you just totally blew off my, or not blew off, but like kind of like cut down my f- train of thought there. <laughs> I was just like, oh, who is it? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Oh.
1: And that was it. That was it, yeah. I got nothing left. I'm taking over. Yeah, Phil's going to do the <laughs> whole thing from
0: now on. Um, we actually might have to do a podcast. Um, Tradition here, and go have smoke. <laughs> it's only it's 25 always, minutes. It's in,
1: always about 25 or 30 minutes. I know, minutes it's like, I, okay. You should just get used to having a little pause in there.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then maybe you can go have a smoke if you so want to.
1: Well, in in their world, they can pause us whenever they want. <laughs> exactly.
0: Right? Well, I mean, <laughs> you can't pause the real world. I if can be in mid- <laughs> you can't Sevens pause. The, and then they <laughs> right exactly. You can't pause the real world. And unfortunately, I've learned that many many times.
1: Amen. God damn.
0: Okay, fine. We're coming right back, kids. Okay, kids, we're back. Um, so we were having this whole discussion about uh, is Robert De Niro or Al Pacino more overrated? And Let's just settle this before we go on. I'm gonna say that you're you're probably right. I will concede this point to you. Which, because you know, I always fight you on these things, but um, uh, the Al Pacino or Robert De Niro is probably much more overrated.
1: I would, I would hazard a guess. Um, Well, so what do we got next? Let's see. Okay, what do we got next? We got.
0: uh, Let's see. We're gonna either do what do you want to do, the rundown or knowing
1: the rundown.
0: The rundown. I remember seeing that movie when it came out and thinking that was much more uh, fun or entertaining than it had any right to be I agree I,
1: I always liked that movie
0: because uh, that was sort of the wasn't that the rock sort of like big come out or you know as, as an actor or as a movie star
1: well yeah it was the first movie I, th- I think that he led himself because um, because th- obviously his first movie was the corporate
0: Right, but well, his first part was the Scorpion King, and then he did it, yeah, yeah. But no, I remember thinking when I saw that, and again when I watched it not too long—I watched it this week um, between the last podcast and this one—I watched it again, and I don't even remember what possessed me to like watch the movie, but I was thinking, you know, The Rock is actually, or sorry, Dwayne Johnson. Is actually a better uh, actor than he honestly has really any right to be, considering a, he was a WWF guy.
1: <laughs> he's pretty funny. I mean, honestly, I mean, if you watch that movie or Be Cool, he's like the best part of Be Cool.
0: Oh God, yeah, Be Cool was. Bad.
1: It's just been rotten. It was.
0: <laughs> well, the um, the best part of Be Cool actually was not The Rock was um, was uh, Andre Three Thousand. Because every time they gave him a gun... I saw that
1: movie in the theater, so... He
0: would just, like... And it, it, there was this, Every single time they gave him a gun, he would, like, accidentally shoot at somebody, or he would, <laughs> like, it would go off accidentally in his hand, and then, it, like, about the fifth... Or, like, the third time it happened, he goes, Y'all don't even give me a gun! You know what happens! And it was... <laughs> it was really funny, but... You're right, though. I mean... You watch a movie with The Rock, and you think, Oh, The Rock. You know, but... He's actually a pretty good actor.
1: I, yeah, I mean, for a while I was watching his movies. I even saw well, the remake of Walking Tall.
0: I saw that on cable, like on TNT. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually watch all of it, but I saw most of it. <laughs> and, but um, did you ever see Southland Tales? Or yes. was it Southland Tales? Yeah. Oh, That was a just a totally just disjointed who the hell knows what's going on in this movie kind of thing. Pretty but much. But he was pretty good in it.
1: He was. I don't, I, I don't think the movie was really bad. It just couldn't decide where it was going. Yeah. You know, the pieces of it were okay. There were
0: parts of it, there were scenes that were really good. You're right. I mean, there were scenes that were really good. But the mm-hmm. overall movie was it just like... just made zero sense. Is what? You know, <laughs> it was um, like he
1: was talking. He was trying to, uh, to top how confusing Donnie Darko was. It was like
0: uh, Stifler is Jesus. What? <laughs> really? I mean, what? Yeah. But okay, going back to the rundown, the, I liked the movie. There was two things that really stood out in that movie to me was that the director, who was Peter Berg, yes, which I actually didn't remember until I was the, I was at the end of the movie when the credits rolled. <laughs> I was like, Peter Bird, whoa, okay. He was really in love with Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was like making love to Christopher Walken with the camera. <laughs> and um <laughs> Wouldn't you? I totally would. <laughs> um, but um <clears throat> and also that um the it, it, he never even made an attempt <clears throat> to make it really sort of believable or like plausible or whatever. I mean that it fight. wasn't
1: that kind of movie though. You know, they were off in some fabled uh, you know, make up South American country and blah blah blah. I mean it wasn't it wasn't gonna be believable, sorry.
0: Well yeah, but that fight between the rock and those like uh those rebel guys, do you remember this where it was like in the clearing uh-huh. on the trees or whatever? Of course. There was I was just like, This defies every law of physics that ever existed. <laughs> and
1: But who cares? It's fun to watch. It
0: is, it is fun to Michael watch. Michael
1: Bay fan.
0: Hey, you know what? I wasn't complaining, I was just saying. Hey, speaking saying.
1: of which, I'm going to give it its due since he's maligned it uh, every, each podcast so far. Have you noticed that G.I. Joe is getting exceedingly good reviews?
0: I have not noticed so that. The
1: few reviews it's gotten have been extremely positive.
0: Really? Yes. I saying
1: that, yes, the movie is dumb, but it's like, the I think, The Mummy and The Mummy 2, it's gleefully dumb. It, it doesn't want to be anything but dumb and fun. <laughs> So
0: well, I'll have to read the reviews because I haven't read any so far. But, uh, well, I will say, and this is just coming from my point of view, mm-hmm. there is some poster that I've seen in, uh, like, I don't know, 7 Eleven or something, because 7 Eleven's big on the G.I. Joe bandwagon. Yeah. Whoever that girl is, in the, in the, in the Redhead girl,
1: isn't ooh. it Sienna Miller?
0: I don't know who it is. Whoever it is,
1: wow! I know I, Sienna Miller's like the the lead chick in the movie. I know that.
0: Like redheaded? I don't. I don't know. Whatever. Don't, okay. Why would I pay I'm just okay. I don't know, but I'm just saying. Wow. Good job. Uh, you know, good job, GI Joe. You got some chick with a really nice ass in your movie. <laughs> of course, I'm sure that those girls are a dime a dozen in L.A. But come on,
1: they are. Having been there many times, they are a dime a dozen there.
0: One more reason for me to move to LA,
1: <laughs>
0: and we digress again. Okay.
1: <laughs> anyway, the rundown. <clears throat> um, no, it was it was good, and uh, you know it's surprising that it was Peter Berg's second movie. Everybody forgets the first one, but. Um, oh
0: the. Um,
1: that horrible the Cameron horrible. Diaz movie. What very bad things? Oh, very
0: bad things. Oh God, that was terrible. The one good touch that I think that for whatever reason I appreciated in that movie Mm -hmm. was in Very Bad Things was that the hooker that comes over and gets impaled on the freaking co-hook. Yeah. That was an actual porn star. (laughs) And for whatever reason I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, you got a porn star to be in this movie as a hooker.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know why I appreciated that. I don't know. I can't (laughs) tell
1: you either. (laughs) That yeah, movie okay. was
0: grim. anyway. Oh, that movie was bad.
1: But uh, Christopher Walken is just having clearly so much fun in the rundown. Everybody's just having a blast, and it's it's a funny and a good time. I mean, there's nothing more you can really say about right. it. Right. Well, and you know what I
0: didn't actually remember at all until the last time I watched it was that um, Rosario Dawson was the girl in the movie. That was one of her, I think it might have been one of her first movies.
1: No, I don't think it was anywhere near one of her first movies, but... Um, but yeah, it was, everybody forgets Rosario Dawson. I remember <laughs> her in
0: Clerks 2.
1: <laughs> I barely remember her in The 24th Hour.
0: Yeesh. Yeah, well, <laughs> does anybody out there remember The 24th Hour? I don't think hey, so. why
1: not? It's like one of Spike Lee's better movies.
0: Yeah, but that's like saying that's like one of the smarter retards.
1: Ooh. Sorry.
0: Okay, yeah, that we just went
1: somewhere where we shouldn't have gone. Sorry <laughs> about that. Now we're gonna get a call from Spike Lee. Yeah, probably. Shit, he probably listens. He's not it. doing anything else. He probably puts
0: out a search on himself every single day just to see who's out there talking about.
1: Denzel's not returning my call. What am I gonna do? I even have Nick season tickets. What the fuck? <laughs> Nobody will come with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know where it's because where... no one likes you, Spike. It's because nobody likes you.
0: Okay, sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, should I we don't talk know where about that went? Wh- which one of the remaining two should we do? Okay, talk?
0: let's see. We got um oh god. Uh yeah, we're not gonna do this one. Um let's do JCVD.
1: Alright. It's uh, Jean Claude's attempt at a kind of existential action film. Yeah, it was. It was sort of exercising some demons, I think. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I, I think there's truly some brilliance in there and some mediocrity too. Yeah,
0: you know, I, and I think I said this before, but I don't think that I I couldn't quite decide if it was um, if it was sort of egotistical. Or, um, sort of like you said, exercising the demons, or like, or cathartic. You know, I almost kind of got the feeling that there was parts of it that were real cathartic to him, yeah. and there were parts of it where he was just sort of, you know,
1: yeah. yeah. And, and
0: in, in a way, he was sort of giving the finger to everybody.
1: I well, sure. I mean, uh, but uh, but he was giving the finger to himself too. It was, I, I, you know, when the in the the of course the kind of climactic at a personal level scene is when he raises up off the, into, the, into the lighting yeah. above the set and starts talking about his life in a really honest way. And it's like, wow, if <laughs> Jean-Claude had been able to act this good, <laughs> because right. I don't think he was acting. I think he was really kind of exercising his own thoughts on his career and his drug use and women and the whole thing. Yeah, I mean and I I think the tears were kind of honest.
0: I you know what?
1: I I I buy that
0: in the sense that I think that he there was something there where he really did want to get it out. Yeah. or he really did want to sort of just whatever. But at the same time I sort of got the impression that he was sort of using that and he was aware enough to know that he would sort of he would talk about his his women or his drug use or but at the same time, it's like almost like it felt like he wanted us to be sorry for him. You
1: well, know, aren't Hollywood
0: you? Hollywood fucked I don't me know, over. I
1: don't know how that, guy career, that guy's career dead-ended so quick. But it was like, you know, his biggest movie ever, Time Cop. And then all of a sudden, his, like it was just drop off a cliff and sudden death. Which isn't really that bad, but it made four dollars essentially, well, and after that, his it was biggest,
0: like... Was his biggest movie... I thought his biggest movie was um, Universal Soldier.
1: Um, I, well, Universal Soldier, I think, I think the difference is Universal Soldier is the biggest, is the most money-making he's ever made worldwide. Yeah. But then um, uh, Time Cop was made the most here in America. Okay. And of course, it wasn't much. It was like $40 million, $45 million. but at the time, that was bigger money. Well, um, sure. But then see, it was like his career kind of stuck around for like a hot second and he, he got to put out things like Maximum Risk and Knock Off and oh God, all these shitty and movies. What
0: was it? Double team?
1: Double team. Oh um, there's there's like a, the quest, his directorial debut. Oy. Um somehow he conned Roger Moore in being in the movie. Or right. maybe he just bought him some scotch, I don't know.
0: <laughs> he bought him a suit and some scotch
1: and was like, hey, come on down. Wanna come to Thailand? Sure, there are good hookers there, right?
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> good living in Thailand. <clears throat> well, okay, here's the thing for me when I was watching JCBD, is that uh, I thought, and maybe I'm just being too cynical about the whole thing, but I thought it was a little self-serving.
1: Well, most certainly, but the, the movie depends, I think, on having a soft spot for Jean-Claude, which I do. I, I've seen, like... An embarrassing amount of his movies. Oh, I've seen all his movies, I think. think think. there are maybe like two I've not seen.
0: I think that I've seen pretty much every single one of them, except for some of the straight-to-video stuff that was more recent. recent.
1: But, uh... And my
0: sister, my sister just absolutely loved universal soldier she would watch that movie over and over and over again and i think the reason that she watched it over and over and over again is because you got to see his butt in that movie and she just loved his butt i don't know
1: but okay but so i think he has i think he has reason to lament his career and i i mean he, he i mean essentially it was a it was a big fuck you to hollywood because hollywood just forgot him after a while well, sure, but I, the thing is, though. I is, mean, so he's got that agent who's stealing from him and all that in the movie. Well, right, but I think the thing is
0: too is it's like you know how can you? And he even says in the movie, he kind of says, well, you know, I got to where my dreams I wanted, you know, my dreams came true for me, but then it turned to shit, and it's like, but at the same time, he's saying, well, it's kind of my own fault because I got hooked on drugs or I. Fucked around with too many women or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, how am I supposed to feel sorry for you that your dream came true and you fucked it up?
1: Sorry, but that's the, just, oh, that that's, stopped you right in your tracks. Didn't no, it? no, I'm trying to figure out how to say what I want to say. It was, it's, it's that's that's our relationship with celebrities in general. We, I mean, but for some reason, we stopped paying attention to him at some point. But. Um, but you know, we always like to watch them get there and cheer them. But then we love it better. Oh yeah, when they when they
0: hit the ship, when they crash down and back to earth, and you're like, hey, you're just a regular person like me or yeah. whatever. Except, I, mean, I, I know, understand we were,
1: that, but I I don't know. I I, I did feel sorry for him. Um, I did think it was uh, it wasn't a great movie from a you know plot perspective or whatever. It was kind of silly, but as far as a kind of a <clears throat> emotional experience, it, it was nice to see Jean-Claude in that kind of role.
0: I will say this. Whether or not he was acting or that was just coming from him or being, you know, him just basically pouring his heart or whatever, I thought that I... I, I was actually really surprised that I saw Jean-Claude Van Damme as a real actor as opposed to just some kicking someone in the nuts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I mean, I was actually really kind of surprised by that. I was going... You know, he actually can act. <laughs> <Yeah. And clears throat> I read this um, review of that movie on IMDb, and uh, the guy made a really good point. I don't remember his name or whatever, but he was saying that maybe because it was in his, maybe because it was in French, and it was like his native language, and he whatever, he could actually be a lot more natural about it, mm-hmm. and then that way he could actually just act as opposed to trying to remember how to pronounce everything. Yeah, you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's true. I mean, there were there. He always had accent problems.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to the always. ambulance. He,
1: he always had to play, you know, a Cajun. But
0: yeah, which he did like four times.
1: Yeah, pretty much. He was always from Louisiana.
0: Right. Well, <laughs> I just I I thought that was a good point though, and I wouldn't actually maybe thought of that myself. I was thinking that you know that might be right. You know, it's like. A, because it's in French and because that's his native language and everything, mm-hmm. that he was actually just more focused on the, doing what he was trying to do as opposed to just pronouncing the words right. You know?
1: <laughs> and hitting his mark. Yeah, yeah. I no, actually I gotta...
0: didn't know, though, that they spoke French in Belgium.
1: Well, they speak French and um, Flemish.
0: Flemish. Now, there's a, there's a, <laughs> a language I fl- need to I, know. Know, I, I, I think I, you're right, though.
1: I, but I can't remember if Flemish is like noticeably distinct from Dutch or. Um, but I don't know. Anyway. There's like
0: 19 different languages in Europe. I don't know how people do it over there.
1: <laughs> There's a couple more than 19. Yeah. Well, whatever.
0: I mean, you know, it's like yeah. I. You well,
1: know. they know them all. I mean, has, uh, never mind. We're a long way off ourselves. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Let's not go into the European language thing. Okay, we'll no, be here no, all day. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, I actually I like the movie. I wasn't as wild about it as a lot of people seem to be, yeah. which apparently Charlie was. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I liked the movie. The one thing that I kind of. <laughs> and this is me growing up watching Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. I kind of wanted him just. I was just like, kind of waiting for him, like, kick somebody's ass. You know, these guys are just pussies. You know? <laughs> Especially the guy with the long hair. Yeah. You know, I was just like,
1: just kick his ass. But of course, that's the point of the movie, is to show that it. It's a real guy. He's right, not, I know. He's but, not just, you know, a cyborg.
0: No, I know, but at the same time, I mean, like I said, this is me growing up with Jean Claude Van Damme kicking everybody's sure, ass. Sure, sure. You just, kind
1: of expected it.
0: Yeah, I did too. Well, like, and then that scene at the end. Should he
1: be kicking someone?
0: Right. Yeah. Well, in that scene at the end where you kick the guy and then he, he, like, puts his arms up and he's waving to the crowd and he's just like,
1: yeah, I'm the man, you know. Yeah. And then
0: when it cut back to him actually doing what he did where he just, you know, smacked the guy in the gut or whatever. I was just like... And when I when I saw the, the scene where he was holding his arms up and playing to the crowd and everything, I was like, oh, this is bullshit, you know? I was well, but
1: they had already indicated that. Well, I
0: know, but I just... I thought it was funny that they actually played it out that way. Yeah. You know? Because you're like, oh, God, yeah, right. You know, this is supposed to be Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Where it was actually just Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes. Jean-Claude Van Varenburg. Right. With his mom and everything, <laughs> I... There was parts of that movie I could have done without. Really? I loved his
1: mom. Um, well, I liked his mom. I mean,
0: I'm not saying that that was one of the parts I could have done without.
1: But <laughs> you know what I loved was the taxi driver. I loved that. <laughs> I love that uh, for the longest time when that when that, uh, the scene starts to go down in the beginning, I was like, what the fuck is that noise? It sounds oh, like an alarm, God. but where the fuck is it coming from? And it was the chick. Um, ah, 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 I, I was
0: just about to like punch her through the movie screen. <laughs> I was so weird. I'm like, shut <laughs> up.
1: That made me laugh.
0: God. Okay. We actually have spent way too much time on that movie.
1: Not it too deserves much. it. Not too much. If you much, get a but... chance, see it. Yeah, it's a good movie. I... If you have a soft spot for Jean-Claude. If you hate him, probably don't
0: see it. Well, I would I would recommend that movie, even if somebody is not a big Jean-Claude Van Damme fan. Yeah. I would recommend it, just because it's sort of, it's a, it's a real good, uh, it's a window, I guess you would say, into a guy that, you know, got real high up on the top of the sort of Hollywood Mountain there for a while, and then fell way off. Yeah. I mean, I doubt he's broke and his credit cards don't work. But, you know, I mean, maybe, who knows? But, I, you know, maybe it's a little exaggerated, but I think that it's a pretty good, uh, you know, it's a pretty good little insight into somebody like that.
1: I think so. Anyway, our okay. last movie.
0: Our last movie is Knowing, which I have very mixed feelings about.
1: <laughs> As well you should. I, I, I got it to, uh, right off the bat. I liked it. I, I did like it, but it's a very flawed movie. Um, I mean, of course, how can it not be flawed that Nicolas Cage is in the lead? He's got two speeds. Manic and depressive. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no in-between. There's no, like, natural guy. He's either, oh, something's happening. Or, oh, something's happening! Ah! <laughs> I mean, there's, no, There's like, it's either Matchstick men. Or you know, or uh,
0: Bangkok Dangerous,
1: oh. which again I kind of—I never
0: actually saw that movie. So.
1: Uh, the ending is bizarre, but anyway, knowing um, uh, the, I love Alex Proyas. I always have.
0: That was a very Alex Proyas movie, though.
1: It was, and I
0: actually didn't know going into it. I didn't know that was that he directed that movie. Mm. I had just seen the promos and stuff like that. I sort of—I didn't really know much about it, but I had. There was somebody that I had talked to that said it was good and I was just like okay fine, you know. Yeah. I mean, I I like Nicholas Cage well enough,
1: but well, I I I just remember I mean, the ending is so far out there you're like, "Oh. Oh, that's well, what they're, that was." They <laughs> they're reaching a little too far with that one. Yeah. But it works. Yeah, you know, I, I Okay, and and again, this is
0: this is going to be a spoiler alert for anybody out there who hasn't seen the movie, just turn it off right now if you haven't already. But um the, what, the <laughs> Okay, there's so many things I want to say right now. Um the the aliens thing, uh you're led to believe that the aliens are angels and they might be. Uh I think I be, think the message is that uh angels are aliens. That see, that's what I kind of thought too. Yeah. It's go, it's Trying to tell you that, you know, angels actually were aliens mm-hmm. from back in the way back when, you know, Jesus and Moses <laughs> were around and all that shit. Of course. <laughs> <were around. laughs> it, all that shit. It, well, yeah, but you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Um, but and then like the whole the symbolism of the picture, you know, with God sitting on the the with the sun and and then the aliens come down, and the, the ship looks just like them. It's like, okay. And they put them
1: next to a tree just like the tree like a tree of life in the Garden of Eden. Right,
0: right. But see, yeah. here's the thing that I didn't... Well, here's one thing I didn't really get. <laughs> one right. thing. One thing. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> I had to make uh, the clue you, reference. Yes, you did. Okay. Whenever anybody says one thing, you have to say one thing.
0: Well, we're <laughs> going to do clue after this, just because you brought it up. Huh. but. Oh, come on. <laughs> but um, with the other ships, okay, you know how there was the one ship that picked the kids yeah. up? Yeah. Okay, and it took off. Were you supposed to think that there was these other ships that were t- picking up all these other kids? Of course. Is the, Okay, see, now that's what I thought. But then, like, at the end... Because there had
1: to be a, a big enough uh, population to create a species.
0: See, that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, they've got these two kids, yeah. and that's not going to work. But... The thing is, though, is it's like they were trying to make these two kids in Adam and Eve. But then why is it that there's all these other, all these other ships? <laughs> what, was there like 15 Adam and Eves?
1: Well, I there mean, has to be. I mean, there's... Well, if, if, okay, if, we're if, talking if ab- about genetics if, right now. If, yes, and genetically speaking, if we all descended from two people, well, we'd all be kind of fucked up.
0: We are all kind of fucked up, but yeah, I know what you
1: mean. <laughs> We'd all have third arms and shit.
0: I know what you mean, but I just, I thought that it was, they sort of made it into the, uh, the, the little girl at the beginning was hearing the voices <sighs> and she wrote down the code and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the kid, Nicolas Cage's son,
1: mm-hmm.
0: was, he was hearing it and yeah. it sort of made it seem like, well, he's the only one that can well, so you're then at the end, you're sort of led to believe that okay, this is happening all over the world. That like there's all these kids that can hear this, this whispering, and they're writing this code down and everything.
1: Well, well, yeah, I never. But how there were more codes, but but certainly, yeah, there probably were other kids having the same kind of experience. See, I don't know if. That's maybe the la- most laughable scene in the movie is the the flaming moose thing. I, I was like, <laughs> I, it totally the flaming moose broke mousse. my concentration. I was like, that's a little weird.
0: The moose is on fire.
1: <laughs> uh anyway, back to the movie, you know,
0: it's like um uh yeah, I mean, the moose was on fire. It that that wasn't that yeah. was sort of weird. Well, and then the thing that I kind of uh that I thought was I don't know. I, there were some things about that movie. Like, I think it could have ended at about an hour and a half or hour forty five minutes, and it would have been okay. Like, it,
1: I don't know. I, I I enjoyed its kind of meditation. On, <laughs> I mean, I tell you, if you if you ever watch Fox News, you saw more ads for that movie than any other on really? that fucking network because of, it's a meditation on faith in the modern world. I read,
0: I read somewhere that somebody thought it was a. Kind of an advertisement for Scientology. Really? Yeah.
1: Well, Scientology does the alien thing, right?
0: Not as far as I know, and I actually know more about it than a lot of people, and not as far as I know.
1: I thought it was like their creation thing.
0: That, I don't know if that's even really true or not. I and it, well, let's not get into the whole theology thing but I don't know if that's well, But true.
1: That, you can't I mean we're discussing knowing.
0: We? Right. Well, right. But it's <laughs> it,
1: it's it's uh it's very theologically based. It's very faith based. It's it's
0: Well, of, sure, and then the thing with him, you know, with him and his dad, you know, he's like he goes, "Well, uh, you know, I'm pissed off that I'm the son of a pastor." And it's bullshit, and things just don't happen for a reason. Things are all just random, and all this stuff. And and then at the end, you know, he goes, "Oh, I believe no, whatever." And
1: it's a beautiful ending, I think, and uh, t- some great special effects.
0: The, the the scenes where the cities get wiped out—that's awesome. I, those were really good, really special good. effects.
1: Really good.
0: Yeah, no, I I love those. <laughs> the funny thing was, is that like I I sort of didn't really realize that like that was, that was. From the, from the, uh, from the ads and everything else, I didn't get the impression that it was going to be sort of this, yeah. you know, the movie that it was, uh-huh. but, um, I sort of got the impression that he saw this nuclear war coming and then, cause you know how in the ads they showed little clips of those, those, uh, those scenes at the end when the cities are getting yeah. wiped out? Uh-huh. I thought maybe he was like having visions of this nuclear war or something.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I totally didn't see that.
1: Yeah, I, I, I know. Uh, in, a, in a similar fashion, it was, you know, that movie, and I saw, what was it, The Forgotten, without ever having seen an ad for it. Yeah. And so when it turned out to be aliens in that movie, I was like, what the fuck? just, <laughs> <laughs> well, up in the air. <laughs> Alfrey Woodard, what? Where'd no. you go? Alfrey, <laughs> come on.
0: Uh, uh, you know, uh, Alfrey Woodard and CCH Pounder are basically the same person.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Which, CCH Pounder has the best name in the history of the world.
1: I'm sure she gave it to herself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If if I could, I would never come up with a name that cool. (laughs) Ever.
1: (laughs) But I love CCH Pounder forever. She's in End of Days, man. Oh, come on. End of Days
0: is awesome. You see Schwarzenegger drinking the vodka and ice cream smoothie. (laughs)
1: Oh, vodka, ice cream, pizza, old Chinese. Oh, Ooh, that was it. That's, a, that's quite the scene.
0: Oh, God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, speaking of
0: Schwarzenegger and the movie that we were just talking about, The Rundown, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Schwarzenegger's in The Rundown.
1: What?
0: He's in The Rundown. I promise you. Remember at the beginning when The Rock goes into the club to try and get the money out of that, the football player guy? Yeah. Schwarzenegger walks by him.
1: It That's says, right. He says good luck with that
0: or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, What? <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, yeah. I just, I it blew me now. away.
0: I was watching it and I was just like, Arnold? What? <laughs> how did you get in this movie?
1: Hey, somebody called him up. Um He'd be
0: like, you can be in this movie for twelve seconds, not even twelve seconds, and you can get, you know, a fifty thousand dollar paycheck. He's like, Oh, okay.
1: He was paying back all the guys from uh, Last Action Hero.
0: Oh come on, last action hero is awesome.
1: Well no, but it has a gajillion cameos like this is true. Sharon Stone walking by and kind of the yeah. same thing. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, and let's see. Okay. Let's see how we can do another last action hero. Sharon Stone, Danny DeVito.
1: As the cat.
0: Um, Angie Everhart, which I don't know if anybody knows who that is, but I had the biggest crush on her ever when I was in high school.
1: She's not the most attractive.
0: Though. Oh god. Dude, I remember your
1: obsession with her, but she's not the most. Oh. Okay. You, uh, anyway. Angie
0: Everhart, if you're listening, call me. Um, <laughs> who else?
1: Um, no I can't. Oh, uh, no. Anthony Quinn was the main bad guy. F. Murray Abraham was the other cop. F. Murray Abraham! <laughs> <laughs> I love F. Murray Abraham. Who's Mozart? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, there, uh, there's gigantic.
0: just a million of them in that. I don't know. Okay, that's one of, so. that,
1: that that's one of the weird. The, there are like four movies in the early '90s that have Charles dance in it, and that's one of them. He's yeah. the redheaded.
0: Yeah, it's like that and
1: Alien Three, and I and don't and know whatever, what else. Who the hell else? else? <laughs> who else knows? <laughs> <I was right. laughs> well,
0: um, yeah, no, I just, uh, I just it blew me away. I was watching the rundown. I was like, Schwarzenegger, I. Completely forgot about it. I had
1: forgotten about it until you mentioned it, but now that you do, I remember it.
0: All right, then. Okay, so we're just about at the quitting point here. Let's see if we can do. um, Let's reiterate the trivia question. The trivia question was Who were the directors? Or was it Who was the directors? Or what movie was it?
1: What movie has.
0: Okay, what movie has. A million
1: cameos by famous directors.
0: And we gotta narrow it down a little bit, because there could be. Okay, yeah, it's true, it was are. a comedy movie it made was, in the nineties.
1: Yes, it was a comedy movie made in the nineties, and uh, I'm trying to think. Of, I don't. There are a couple animated characters, but the movie yes. itself is not animated. That should be enough to put you on the yeah, track.
0: Yeah, that that should be enough. And then next week we're gonna do. I gotta do. We gotta do Fast and Furious because honestly, I watched this movie and I know you didn't, so we didn't talk about it. But. It, it, uh, just uh, we could do an hour on this movie I, alone. I swear, um, we might do the Highlander, which I have never seen before. Which I
1: didn't that get all the surprising way through for such a Sean Connery fan.
0: I know, right? And you've never seen it. I I had seen parts of it. Like I had seen it when it was on cable or something. Yeah. I would watch like ten minutes of it and oh. then whatever. But I I have it on like I have it on the computer and I've been trying to watch it for like two nights in a row and <laughs> I just can't get through it oh man I did. okay so that's for next week we're going to also do what else was coming out this week on DVD
1: I don't know. We'll, no, we'll okay, well, know we'll
0: let you know yeah okay so again anything that you want any feedback you want to send us send it to can you FBI at gmail.com okay and check us out at podcastmachine.com which we are going to hopefully upgrade because we went over our traffic in one day.
1: Hey, we're popular, Yeah,
0: yeah. it's probably both just us listening to
1: ourselves. (laughs) I played it four times (laughs) just to hear myself (laughs) talking. I
0: just just look in the mirror and I just get lost in my own eyes. Um, (laughs) 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 All right, Phil, you know what? This is your thing. Take us out. Can you fucking believe it? No.